Can you dig it? And now, here's Ricardo and Brett. I hope that sounds funky. We weren't able to hear the music there, Rosie. Just let there you know. It is. There it is. There it is. I didn't have the button pushed. <laughs> so the people heard it, though, is what you're saying, or no? That's right. Okay. All right. Either way, either way is good. We got the <laughs> funky music going. By the way, we have to uh, maybe maybe delve into some other because uh, you know uh, there's other podcasts that are using copyrighted music. I'm just saying, Brett. I like I like that tune though. I do like that too, but maybe I want to I want to see hear some uh, some funky temptations stuff Ooh. or Mama was a rolling or Papa was a rolling yeah. stone or something like that. Uh, you know, kind of starting up. Hey, th- everyone else is using you, you it. You want to pay the legal fee then? We don't have to pay the legal fee. Uh, Every other podcast is using it. No, Why would they single us out? They're probably Rosie. You'd know. There's probably something something copyrighted I- illegally yeah, going on yeah. there that you can't. You're not supposed to do that. You'd have to pay something for it. I mean, yeah. even if, I wonder if you use like a song that somebody who's dead, like Rick James, or you know, like, l- listen. This is what would house. happen. This is what would happen. They would sit there. Uh, just to say that the, the lightning strikes you and that you actually get uh, a, a cease and desist. You'd get the letter first, asking you very kindly to cease and desist. That's all you'd have to do. And, oh, okay, my bad. And there it is. Well, now you just put it out there. Oh, we so were you doing can't. That. Yeah, no one's listening right now, anyway. <laughs> there they are. So, <laughs> so, anyway, welcome to the R&B Show, episode number 14 of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. I'm your co host, Ricardo Arguello, sitting alongside with me, as always, is Brett Christofferson. We're both with USA Today Network Wisconsin. And also, don't forget about Jim Rosendick, our McLovin. He's that, gri- uh, that very, very sultry voice you heard in the beginning. He's our producer and uh, the third wheel for us. Uh, I shouldn't say the third wheel. He's the third component, very integral component. I like to call ourselves the three of Amigos, and we're back from Thanksgiving break. Rosie, I'm gonna go with Rosie first. Sorry, Brett. How was your Thanksgiving, my friend? Real quick, it was quick. fantastic, fantastic. Went too quick, but yeah, it was great. Ate like two huge meals, way too much. Gained like six pounds. Luckily, I've lost it back now. So okay, just had it, a, totally worth. It. Just had to go to the bathroom a couple times, huh? Is yeah, that it? All right, that's all. okay. <laughs> and how about and ran some laughs. You know. <laughs> Brett, Brett's like, why did you bring that up? But yeah, bro. And on that note, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Remember, we talked about it a little bit on, on Clubhouse Live Monday. I want to get your your power rankings, your your Thanksgiving power rankings. I know you said turkey was Tur- number one. Turkey and gravy, turkey with the gravy, not just a turkey. Stuffing, it's gotta be with the gravy. Stuffing and mashed potatoes are top two with some gravy. Those are top two. They always are on my plate. Yeah, Rosie? I agree. I agree. I had to fight 37 people for it on uh, the first day, but I got it. It was great. And plus, normally you just have that little cup of, uh, or that little, you know, the, the little cup of gravy that oh, I can't take too much because everyone's going to freak out about it. There was a literal, I think it was a gallon mm. um, crock pot of gravy with a big soup ladle. So I just, you know, scooped yeah. it in my heart. First off, it was wh- great. You come from a family where they ration the gravy? Well, usually, no. I mean, like, when people make it, it's always, like, uh, you know, in that little gravy pour thing. Yeah, gra- what gravy. What do they call that? They gravy call boat? Them, yeah, gravy boat. They're not gravy yeah. trains. Are they? That's a dog <laughs> Well, look, all I'm going to say <laughs> is this, is yeah. that uh, I never rationed my gravy. Anytime I'm at a family function or whatever, if they put the gravy out there, it's it's a free-for-all. That's and if true. I'm that's there scooping up my gravy... I'm gonna put. I'm gonna lather my. I'm gonna lather my mashed potatoes. <laughs> I'm gonna lather the turkey or, or whatever I'm eating at the time. Maybe and some of it even soaks up into the biscuit that you put on your plate because you're always using the the, the, the plates that have everything like kind of together, kind of mishmash a little bit. Yeah. So the gravy kind of runs all over the place. A little, I, I love that stuff. I love that. Love it when it's all together. It's always about you, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is actually. Hey, if you're putting the gravy out there, I'm eating the gravy. So if your mom's standing yeah. in line behind you, you're going to use up all the gravy? Let me tell you something. My mother was standing behind me. She'd be telling me, Richie, 
have some more gravy. It's it's great. You know, she she's that kind of a woman. She's a Mexican mom. That's what they do. They make you eat all the time. Hence why I look the way I look. <laughs> you know what I found? Speaking about that, I, I found out it, the, the transition from youth to middle age is was well underway with me. Oh, it, yeah. it, it, the body doesn't react to that rich, thick food no. as much as it used to. Were anymore. you napping? Or, or no, I wasn't you? napping. I was just kind of like, mm. stomach's yeah. gurgling a little. Oh bit no, so stomach's gurgling a little bit. Yeah, my diet is is increasingly becoming more and more bland, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's depressing. I mean, I even went out and played basketball after the meal just nice. to run it off, and I still felt full afterwards. Yeah. Well, to tell you yeah. the truth, I actually didn't have. I had actually like one plate. I just had one big plate. Because I kind of I kind of worked on the desserts a little bit afterwards, uh, so uh, I kind of just I just had the one plate of the of the turkey and well stuff. Well, the, the good news is is that it's just going to be all eating through like the next few yeah. weeks, right? Yeah. Through through. Yeah, New Year's. we're gonna have to start. We're gonna have to start a yeah. fitness club or something yeah. to get ourselves well, back get in to shape. Get Maria. Yeah, maybe Maria Munoz might go. have to help. Oh, us and out. we we did have our family did have our annual uh, Thanksgiving beer tasting contest, so that was nice. Out of fifteen beers. Well, oh, uh, can you uh, say which? I suppose uh, the, the one that I thought was the best blind taste test: uh, Rhinelander beer. Really? Yeah, <laughs> it's a Hodag beer. My yeah. in-laws have that in their uh, fridge up uh, in the Eagle River area. Oh, it's good beer. Never, I don't think I've ever had. You should it. try it. It's real light. We smooth. probably shouldn't be talking beer on a uh, yes. Uh, good podcast. one. Probably not. Good one, Rosie. But yeah, uh, yeah that's okay. Tell me how he's watching us right now. And they're can listening you, can to you, us. Uh, oh yeah. wait, a minute. <laughs> I was harking back to my days as a high schooler. <laughs> okay, well, easy there, Rosie. I just busted myself. That's how they did things over at Assumption. Was kind 18, of well, 18 years old, probably back then. Well, but anyway, let's let's steer the. That, that's a successful recap. There you go. But some other topics that be coming up real quick. Uh, talking about state football, real quick. A couple weeks ago, Brett and I, you were there watching Kimberly extend that streak at that fifth title. We'll also talk about hoops because you and Rosie yesterday at Appleton West caught uh, an early season hoops game, our first live stream uh, of of the year, and both you and Rosie were there doing that. We'll get your thoughts on that. Our, we're going to announce our Fab Five. They're coming in later tonight to shoot yeah. uh, against the green, the Tosh Point green screen, screen here and do their photo and all that kind of stuff. So we'll talk about the, the boys and girls teams there. And then uh, this is more on me. Quick look ahead to wrestling because we have a great, great wrestling uh, community here uh, in the Fox Valley. So I want to touch on that a little bit. And, uh, yeah, and if anything else comes up uh, related to turkey and gravy, I'm, I'm all for that as well, Brett. Let's do it. So you're going to unveil the Fab Five right here, five, right now? Right here, right, here, right now. That's, a, that's, how we, that's how we do it. But first, we're going to rewind a little bit. Kimberly Sun Prairie, Brett. Uh, Kimberly extending the streak. Gets that fifth title. Uh, real quick, just talk about uh, how surprising at 70 wins, and they kind of did it again like they've done at the last couple championship games. Kind of a you know t- slow start in the first quarter. Yeah. Got things rolling, though. They, they were behind 7 nothing. then they scored the 27 unanswered points. Brett, they, they, cease, they continue to amaze us, well, don't they? Well, turnover leads to a touchdown for Sun Prairie, and, and yeah, Kimberly comes out a little bit sluggish, but then Kimberly does what it always does, right? And they just kind of... They suffocate you. They they just squeeze you. They grab a hold of you, and they just keep coming and coming and coming. DJ Stewart was uh, phenomenal. John Nett was phenomenal, both in that in the running attack. Rosner played well. The defense played well. Uh, really shut down Sun Prairie. And you could just see uh, <clears throat> when we were there at Camp Randall Stadium uh, how how jazzed up the Sun Prairie sideline was early in that game, and then you could just start to see it deadened. You know, it yeah, is just <laughs> it is realized we're another victim in this uh, historic winning streak right now. So. I think Steve Jones said it himself. It's kind of a microcosm of the season. We kind of started slow. It wasn't, I would say, a dominant team, but a team that knew how to win, knew how to make the big plays when they had to make the big plays. And, and Steve Jones calls it a culture. It's a culture, and it continues to breed within itself. 
and extend through the uh, lower levels and and uh congratulations uh five straight 14 and 0 seasons 70 game winning streak we recognized them on clubhouse live yes, a couple we did. weeks ago and uh they're they're kind of uh if there is such a thing as a high school celebrity right now, they're they're that. Uh, now they can enjoy. Speaking of eating, they can they can hit the banquet tour, right? The go. banquet circuit, <laughs> the banquet and, and the just, turkey get, and just gravy get honored too. all winter long yeah. with turkey and chicken and gravy. Five returning letter winners, Brett. That's what they had yeah. coming into the season. And I think I know early in the podcast we thought if there was a time they were going to lose, it was going to be this year to some of the teams like Appleton North, Fond du Lac, that kind of stuff. Nina. Nina gave them a run for their money, and it, it never happened. They uh, somehow found a way to win. You talked about the culture. It's just strange to see this at the high school level. You see it at the pro level, uh, but to see it at the high school level and, and them being the, one of the smallest schools in Division One to boot, I don't know. You run out of superlatives, really. And here's the thing: I don't know. They could be 84 and 0 at this point next year. What's to say they can't? I thought yeah. this was the year that was going to happen. I can't say next year they're they're going to be uh, you know any less you know, any more of a chance to possibly lose. You never know. I mean, they have to replace DJ Stewart and Dietzen and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I don't know. I, 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 I basically what I'm saying is I've learned to not doubt Jones anymore. Well, of course not. And that's why when we were making our predictions all throughout the season. Well, yeah, or, or the playoffs are in particular, I, I, I always say, until Kimberly loses, how can I go and pick against them? And I won't. Until, <laughs> and, and You're proclaiming they, it now. And I won't next year until they slip up. But uh, you, you look at kind of around maybe the conference, Fond du Lac is losing some talent, Apple and North, they're still going to be good, but they're losing some key yeah. pieces too. Yeah. And uh, Kimberly as well, but uh, we'll see. Kimberly, we thought like when Blair Mulholland, boy, how are you ever going to replace Blair Mulholland? Well, in comes DJ Stewart and, and picks up the load. Now you got a kid in John Nett who's kind of a power bowling ball. I like he's him. Got, got the a speed. Lot. Had a nice, uh, yeah. oh. nice touchdown run against Sun Prairie where it looked like he was stopped at the line or even before, and somehow he sp- yeah. his way away from Whoop. the defender, yeah. and bam, he's gone for yeah. a touchdown. Big play. Um, they just they just k- keep plugging the holes and, and filling the pieces, and it truly is a program. So they have in the backfield they've got a bowling ball and a rhino. Yeah, that's right, Rhino, right? There you go. <laughs> exactly. Hey, by the way, uh, this came, I, I don't know if you guys saw that, though. Steve Jones, Kimberly football coach, named the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association Green Bay Packers High School Coach of the Year for a third year. So Good call, Brett. So that's Steve breaking Jones. news right there. And uh, that's going to play heavily because I actually, tomorrow, Brett, I, I vote on the Associated Press All-State football team. I'll obviously be putting up Coach Jones for that. And, uh, you know, either Deaton or Stewart or both for possible player of the year. But uh, that's coming out on Saturday, I want to say, by the way. So keep a, keep a lookout for that. I'll be writing up that story on the Associated Press All-State football team. But that's a heck of an honor for Coach Jones. And remember, last year he was also the Coach of the Year uh, in the football coaches and was nominated to be National Coach of the Year, one of the two finalists. Maybe he'll get that uh, opportunity Maybe he'll again. finally win that one then. The uh, Super Bowl trip will be a lot easier for him just yeah. over to in Minneapolis. But this is what he, uh, Coach Jones has quoted in this release. Uh, quote, to win 70 games in a row, it's not just one good team. It's a culture that's been established through the leadership of our players and our entire coaching staff. And then uh, he went on just to say uh, the, how, again, this this championship game kind of played out, how the season uh, unfolded where they had a battle and, and just kind of uh, gut out wins, come out with a, with a big play like we said. So um, and he mentioned the, the tough schedule too and how to uh, they uh, continue to embrace the large target on their back. And that, that's something too that's really uh, interesting. A lot of a lot of teams shy away from that. You kind of get tired of the of the burden, maybe, of the streak, of having that X on their back. But they're kind of like, bring it on. We love this. We're used to this. We're used to playing under the lights. We're used to having the attention. We're used to taking everyone's best. And that's why it's going to be tough to knock these guys off uh, the top of the hill. 
It's not just a football team, too. It, it goes to other sports. And we'll talk about that in a future R&B show because I'm putting together the top ten stories of the year, and several Kimberly teams made that list. Uh, by the way, not just the football team, so it, it permeates throughout the entire school. Our next topic, hoops time. Yes. You and Rosie uh, yeah. were at Appleton West. Yeah. Rosie, I want your thoughts on this, too, because you help kind of, you know, you, you kinda, you're the producer, so you kind of help run the show there that way. But uh, what was that like? Uh, I know, Brett, that basketball's your thing. That's your baby. I love basketball. So I, I wasn't <laughs> able to do it. I had, I had to have some, some alone time with me and my son. Uh, you know, we went to go watch a movie together. But uh, what was that like, though, uh, getting out on the hoops? Well, let's talk about uh, before the the game we had some some production <laughs> hurdles yeah. to get through yeah okay. not not from a uh, a, t- a technical standpoint but uh we kind of had a kind of had to box our way a little bit there, we there, did. there was a, a competing outlet there unexpectedly that Exa- took our yeah. spot i'm not going to say anything beyond that uh but uh, a, a little annoying let's just put yeah. it that way as, yeah. as we're getting ready to set up like what, what is going on this is our spot so we had to kind of get uh a wrestling match. Rosie was uh, was grabbing the guy and, and slamming him down and kind yeah. of up in that balcony there yeah. at Appleton West. It Took was, it two guys to hold me back. Chaos. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised it wasn't all over social media. Yeah, luckily but we were able we to get set up. We were able to get set up, get a table up there. But uh, so so pre-production, yeah. there there was a, a, a few hoops to get through. Yeah, working with a little bit weirder angle, but we we did it. We, we did prevailed. Okay. We did it. Yep. Uh, I suppose we could talk about the game. Yeah, could you talk about yeah. the game a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Well, Bayport wins 64-56, but, uh, Rosie, it was a good game. It uh, was. Uh, it, it was. was a season, open, season opener for both teams. Bayport coming in with the, with the number eight preseason ranking in Division One by the Wisconsin Basketball Yearbook, so a top-ten team. They're defending FRCC champions. They had a great season last year. Uh, lost in the sectional semifinals to Arrowhead. Uh, okay, last season, right, yep. but they're 18-0 and yep. league, and they're going to be really good this year, even though they lost their conference player of the year. They've got Cordell Tinch back, who's going to the University of Minnesota on a to play football and run track. Oh, yeah. To and do if, that at the Big Ten level is amazing. And if he list, was listening to the broadcast, he'll be doing football also. Basketball. Or basketball, said, sorry, The way yeah. he looked last night, why don't yeah. you just play? A, you can roll the boat in the fall, play a little basketball for Patino in the, in the winter, and then go do your thing in the spring on the track. Yeah. So uh, an incredible athlete. A Co- couple of his athlete. dunks. Yeah. The second one in particular, and Ricardo and I were talking <laughs> yeah. about this, unbelievable. If you could go to post.cr slash games, I think that's about the fifteen fifty mark in the second half uh, is when uh, there's a there's a turnover. Jack Plum, big Jack Plum, also from Bayport University yeah. of Iowa football recruit. He kicks it out to Cordell, and Cordell unexpectedly just soars to the rim, yeah. a la Dr. Amazing. J, a la Michael Jordan. Yeah. And uh, it was an incredible one-handed dunk that kind of, I think, stunned the crowd. It stunned <laughs> yeah. us. It's like, did that just really happen? Did he just get that high yeah. from that far away and elevate and, and flush it down? But his athleticism was on full display. And there, were, there was a, a moment in the second half Bayport gets up 13. It was a, a four-point game at yeah. halftime. It was 31-27. Bayport starts to extend. You think, okay, Pirates going to do, uh, you know, kind of take over. And then Appleton West battled back, and, and yeah. they, they tied it at 50-50 uh, with maybe about five minutes to go, and then Bayport finally uh, pulled away. What I liked yeah. about Appleton West, guys, I liked their size. I liked their skill, their athleticism. Will Mahoney, one of the best point My guards guys. in the area, I said, yeah. was Jordan McCabe and Hunter Plowman. Will Mahoney can put himself in that conversation. I think so, yeah. But I like big Seth Kurkowski. He had to play with four yeah. fouls for a lot of the second half and did a good job of mm. bodying up the 6'8 Jack Plum, who is thick, very agile. Yeah. Made it tough, and, and Plum had to work hard for, what did he finish, 11 points. He had two in the first half. and uh, But Kurkowski, he had yeah. uh, six points. Eli Harchis, another 
Six five, thin kid, but can shoot, can penetrate. Yeah. Will Mahoney is fearless. He'll take it to the rack, and uh, they've got some pieces there. I'm telling you, Appleton West is picked fifth by, in the in the FEA by Mark Miller in the in the yearbook. Yeah, I think they're going to be there. I like, I, and I saw some chemistry there. Sometimes <clears throat> these West teams coming up, they have a lot of talent, but it just doesn't seem like there's that chemistry component. Mm-hmm. I thought this team played well together, and I was very impressed with what I saw yeah. from Brennan Hussey's Appleton West Terrors last night. Yeah, because one thing in the past, sometimes when West got down, they had a tendency to just okay, that's it, it's mm. it's over. I like the resilience, how they just chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. Granted, you know, Bayport went in a slump, but I think the defense helped on that. But the way Krakowski, actually, he really almost made Plum a non-factor at certain points, but then he got into foul trouble, and there was just nothing you could do. But I, I really liked what I saw from West. Well, and another kid who played well for West last night, Eli Vogel, 17 points. He was number yeah. four. Man, attacking the rim. He kind of kept the, the team afloat there in the second half. Yeah. Mahoney just had five points, but, again, a fearless uh, point guard as well. So that's a nice guard yeah. combination they have with he Mahoney was, and Vogel. He was a pretty big uh, influence in the, uh, in the comeback when they when they uh, tied it, to yeah, and West, come back to tie it. And what helped was West going into that 2-3 zone. Bayport yeah. had a hard time attacking that. Plum was in the back of the zone. They're trying to, you know, suck the defense up. You get somebody in the high post and maybe backdoor mm-hmm. you for a, for a bucket. But uh, West was always good at shifting back as well. So they kind of st- – uh, st- Stuttered uh, a little bit to, yeah. as far as Bayport's offense. But uh, Cordell Tinch, here, here's his line. 24 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, and 4 blocks, Rosie. Yeah. He was doing it on the offensive <laughs> end, but he came out of nowhere exactly. in some of these blocks. <laughs> uh, he just uh, – his leaping and his ability to fly is a treat. To, I hope we can uh, stream Bayport again at some point. Yeah, that would that would really – that would be a nice uh, – a good thing. And, and, how about, and how about this to open the season? Team. Yeah, how about this to open the season for Bayport? Home, or at Appleton West, a very scrappy, strong mm-hmm. team. Again, big team. And then on Friday, they're hosting Spash Ouch. in a big matchup up uh, at Bayport yeah. High School. How about that for some star power? Joey Hauser and Drew Blair for Spash going Cordell Tinch, Jack Plum. A lot of, <laughs> lot of collegiate talent yeah. there. And then Appleton West, how about this? they got to go take on Oshkosh North now on Friday and Tyrese Halliburton and Quincy yeah. Anderson in the, the high-flying Spartans. That is so. a tough one two or, it you know, does it's never second. easy in the fea yeah. i take it that hartjust is the son of uh greg hartjust yes okay yeah. wow interesting nice, nice looking well, player good. I'm, 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 i was <coughs> impressed with west i really was yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm interested in seeing them play uh you know in person so hopefully i'll get around to doing that very very soon uh that leads by the way into our fab five we're gonna announce it right now so here you go uh, perk up your ears to you know be sure to let everyone know no, your i'm mama, gonna tweet it out as you're talking your daddy your friends everyone uh our boys team and they're coming in later tonight. Me and Rosie are going to be here tonight after the roundtable to welcome the guys and the girls in here for their photo video shoot. And then Rosie is going to take those, uh, all that kind of raw material, and he's going to transform it into something truly special on the digital end. Aren't you, Rosie? That's like we right. Do every year. That's the only right. place you'll find it is on postcrescent.com. And our boys team, some of these guys you should know already and aren't surprised at all. Jordan McCabe, the West Virginia recruit over there for Kirkana. Sam Ferris, Xavier, part of the uh, backcourt there for the defending D3 state champs. Hunter Plowman, of course, we couldn't do this without Hunter Plowman, our reigning player of the year, Brett, in uh, the Post Crescent area. Eric Carl, uh, he's kind of the uh, one-two punch there for Jordan McCabe over there at Kakana. And surprise, we're doing this for the first time, and we might be doing this from now on, trying to maybe include the Oshkosh area with us in this. Tyrese Halliburton is a member of the Fab Five, Brett. That's a pretty solid like Fab it. Five right there. Uh, a very athletic Fab Five for sure. On the girls' side, no surprise here with uh, Kari Brecky, 
Sydney Levy of Appleton North, the defending state champs in D1. Shea Frederick led her team, uh, Hortonville, to the D1 or D2 semifinals, excuse me. Kate, uh, I'm uh, Oski, I'm sorry, uh, for um, uh, Seymour, but Haley Oski, she is a D1 recruit over there for the, for the uh, Phoenix. And then Tina Ubel, who led her team to state, Shy Octon, 5'11 guard, Brett. That's, that's a big size guard there. Uh, it, it, I think D4 is what they play out there in Shy Octon. So pretty good girls team, pretty good boys team. So those are the, uh, the girls and the guys that are coming in tonight. Again, look for that in the coming week or two when, when Brett finishes, or I'm sorry, when Rosie finishes that up uh, there in terms of the digital interactive card kind of thing. Your thoughts on that, Brett, real quick on the boys and the girls? Yeah, I can't argue. Uh, boys side, you look at Jordan McCabe, West Virginia, Tyrese Halliburton, Iowa State. Can't wait to see so those, those two guys match up. Hunter Plowman getting some D2 looks, and I think even uh, some D1 interest as well. Boy, he's so skilled, so smooth. And then Sam Ferris is a, is a gnat on both ends of the floor. So that's a, uh, an awesome backcourt combo. And Eric Carl, looking forward to seeing his development, one of the bigs for Kakan and Mike Shallow. And he's going to have to take a step up. I mean, I mean they're, they're, gonna expect, they're expecting him to, to elevate his game with McKay because and Kakana Dylan, is, Dylan Curry's part of and that. And Dylan Curry, and because those three, they got to be the backbone for the Kakana team because they're, they're expected to be in the state title game. They're, they're preseason number one in yes. Division two. Uh, I think Xavier's preseason number two in Division Three. I think Mount Horeb has the number number one spot, uh, and of course Stevens Point uh, number one in D one. Uh, Oshkosh North with Halliburton. They're can't remember if they're two, but they're, they're in the mix. They're in the mix. They're, the mix. they're not two, but uh, they're they're definitely up there in the mix. So there's a there's a lot of star power, and uh, should bode well for some of our streams. On the girls' side, you can't go wrong with Brecky, Sydney Levy going to uh, UW Milwaukee. Where's Kari going again? Uh, Kari's going to I think it's New Hampshire. New Hampshire. That's right. And then Shea Frederick, so uh, Hortonville. So th there's a Hortonville, Apple North possibility that I'd love to live stream on the girls' side. Frederick going to Valpo. Ha uh, Haley Oski and Tina Ubel. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Ubel uh, with, with Shyak and Shyak has got a nice girls' basketball program. And, of course, Oski. Uh, we've heard the Oski name for so and long. And her and Jenna Krause for Seymour. Don't look for them in D2. They're actually one of those kind of teams that's going to be battling out with Hortonville. Uh, there to possibly represent the area. They made the sectional semifinals last year, Brett, and those they got their top two players coming back. Yeah, Appleton North girls, of course, preseason number one as well and expected to uh, uh, repeat as, as, as state champions, undefeated last year as Xavier was. And uh, those two teams maybe could run the table again. Yeah, so exciting stuff that's coming up later tonight. We're going to do the photo video shoot. Follow me uh, on Twitter at PC Ricardo and Brett at PC Brett and Rosie at Metal Rosie. But follow me especially tonight. I'm going to send you some behind the scenes uh, photos from uh, the photo video shoot of the boys and the girls team tonight. Also follow me on Snapchat at the Rick72. You'll see some other uh, behind the scenes stuff as we kind of compile all the uh, you know kind of. Uh, the magic that we're, no, I should say the ingredients that Rosie's going to turn into some magic, by the way. Ro right. Rosie's the chef. Yeah. It is, yeah. You I buy am, the ingredients and he puts yep. it yes, all put it together. together. Yep, there you go. So it's card with a pulse. Isn't that Bill Parcells that said I think that is, actually. I think he's the one who said, well, he wanted to be general, but he wanted to buy the ingredients. Buy the groceries is what he said, yeah. Yeah. By the way, we're quickly shifting over to wrestling because we're going to be talking about these guys a lot throughout the next couple of months because Kakana is gunning for their fifth straight title. They are such an underrated program in terms of relation because they have the big behemoth, Kimberly Football, but you always seem to forget that Kakana has, has won four straight championships at the D1 level. That is a remarkable, remarkable accomplishment because of the amount of great teams that are in 
D1 wrestling. I'm talking thinking about Stone. I'm thinking about Wausau West. Some some historically fantastic programs, and they've been able to beat them all when it comes to the state titles that are coming on. They're going on over at the Fieldhouse, Brett, the old venue that you and I are so familiar with. Uh, so congratulations to them on their attempting to go for that fifth straight title. Their big wrestler and literally big wrestler, their big guy, Keaton Cleaver. He's heading to uh, North Carolina, Brett, to wrestle. How about that? Yeah, heading to Jordan Country to wrestle. And uh, he's been on us. He's saying, hey, we, you got to come and do one of, our, one of the live streams here, maybe against Appleton North, maybe against Nina. So, Keaton, we're going to try to get that put together, my friend. We don't know no how guarantees. it's going to happen. No guarantees, but we're going to attempt to do a, a wrestling live stream and hopefully uh, you know, give you guys the exposure that you need. And I can't do uh, you know, wrestling, area wrestling, without pointing out. Now, Scott Cook won the, uh, the, the title in D2 last year at 138 for New London. He's graduated, though. Eric Barnett from Hortonville, though, he's back and looking to, uh, to win his second consecutive title. He's a, a junior, I believe, this year, Brett, and one of the very top wrestlers in the nation. Wow. So we have some of the top wrestlers in the state, and one of them is one of the tops in the nation. And uh, I think, actually, Keaton's trying to get him to go to North Carolina as well. I think trying doing to kind of do a little recruiting himself. how the Badgers feel so about it's gonna, that. Yeah, I know. It's going to be a, a great, great wrestling or season. Iowa. And, uh, you know, Brett, I, I don't know, have you ever covered the state wrestling tournament? I have never covered state it's wrestling. It's a zoo. Nope. And I mean that with all due respect. It's a zoo because there's so many. And it's also one that uh, I think I, I remember Todd Clark talking about it, how it sells the most tickets. Oh, really? And, yeah. With that, in terms of, like, the amount of people that go there for those three days is incredible. Are you talking state individual wrestling? State in individual yeah. wrestling, yeah, just from the sheer Track's number Track's got to be right up there as well, though, with, with uh, how uh, Memorial Stadium and lacrosse is, is jam-packed with all the athletes there. That's got to be... State wrestling and track got to be one too, as far as ticket sales. Oh, I have to. I've got to be that. right. It has to be. It has to be. And I would. I would think that uh, uh, boys basketball. Yeah, is probably it's got to be right up too. there too. But yeah, so the great, great Kakana, great. Uh, uh, looking at some of these individual wrestlers, and you know some of these other teams that we're going to keep an eye on, including Nina and Appleton North, and Freedom's always right there as well. Wrightstown doing their thing in the NEC. Uh, NEC is actually a tough, a tough league when you have both those teams and then Luxembourg Casco in there. O'Connell Falls. Well. O'Connell Falls, nice absolutely. Program, Can't forget yeah. about O'Connell Falls. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're expecting a great season of wrestling. I'll keep my tab on that and give uh, updates periodically throughout the R&B show podcast. Brett, you have something well, to say? Well, I was going to say, you know why I never had to cover wrestling no. is because we had the great <laughs> yes, Tom we Goff did. here for so many years, and he did, that was his he, baby, his he, beat, and he this took it dude, over. Tom Goff, and, and I love you, Tom. I run into him every once in a while, uh, especially at some of these wrestling things. The guy was the Yoda of, of <laughs> wrestling. I'm yeah. The guy has forgotten was. more about wrestling than I will ever know. An incredible resource. Him and his son, actually, they're very involved with Kakana Wrestling, and uh, I can't wait to talk to him about some of the stuff that's going on this season as well. But I had no reason to ever. Yeah, no. And, and I had no reason to when, ever cover and, it. And when he was here, I never had to cover it, really, you know, and I didn't even need to help him because the guy was a machine. You know, so uh, but no, I, I've gotten to grown. I've grown to love wrestling, Brett. Uh, it used to be one of those things like, oh my goodness, how am I going to cover this thing? But no, just like track, I've grown to come to, to really uh, 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 look forward to going to those to those uh, those state events. Can we do a quick PSA as long as I'm thinking sure. about it? And uh, now that the the seasons have shifted from fall to winter, it might not be a bad time, guys, to remind the readers, the viewers out there, that uh, the prep coverage. There, there are some out there that didn't have any uh, sons or daughters that played or competed in the fall season and now in the winter season are like, hey, what's going on? Uh, why am I not seeing something in the print edition the next day? Ricardo, uh, a, a reminder to the folks out there what's going on. The deadlines are 7 o'clock, uh, four daily editions for the next day. So, you know, typically most varsity games start at 7 o'clock and that pretty much takes them out of the running for being inclusion for being included in 
the next day's paper. But, and I always say this every day, we have a great, we have a small but a very, very competent staff here that gets those results that night online on postcrescent.com. If you go to that site, if you go to our site that very night, the stuff will be on there in real time. As we get them, we put them on. As we get that information, we put it on our website. So, you know, yes, it's not tip, it's not in the in, in the fold the, the dinosaur really if you think about it uh, the archaic uh, newspaper anymore. But it is on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer right away, and uh, it's updated several times. So check back many times during the night, and you'll see updated scores, updated roundups, and that kind of thing. And keep in mind our digital presence is second to none, uh, I think, in the state. We, we, we've got a lot going on, as Ricardo said, not only with the results, but we've got the live streams, we've got the podcast, we've got Varsity Roundtable, which is back tonight, at special time at 6 o'clock. 6, six o'clock tonight. tonight. As yep. we honor uh, the Kimberly football team with uh, two of the captains, DJ Stewart and Boyd Dietzen, so check it out on postcrescent.com and facebook.com slash postcrescent, 6 o'clock start tonight. So we've got uh, photo galleries, we've got your preseason Fab Five teams, your Elite 11 from the fall uh, photo galleries we have we and it all is in caps or, or uh, what am I trying to say it is all in a roundup form. All, well it all comes to a head though okay with a big celebra- uh, celebration event our Wisconsin High School Sports Awards ah. show in May so we got a lot going on at the high school level and I think we yeah. cover it as well as anybody and by the way speaking of the sports awards show uh, we will have the fall nominees uh, we'll unveil uh, the the list the six uh, nominees per fall sport. And that's a statewide group thing uh, very soon, along with uh, we're going to have a very uh, big announcement as to who the special guest will be uh, that Ooh, night, but I'm not at liberty to say. But I will say that it is a big name, so yeah. uh, we'll leave it at that. Brett. You're going to want to purchase tickets for it. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely, uh, Brett. So I, and I thank you, Brett, for giving the, the, the shout-out to the roundtable that's coming again one more time. Boyd Deason, DJ Stewart, special time, 6 o'clock on Facebook.com slash Post Crescent. So be sure to check that out. And also uh, on post on, on the live stream as well, Brett, which they can find at PostCrescent.com. Uh, again, boy, decent DJ Stewart, the champions from DJ or from uh, Kimberly High School, the football players on the show. And I'm going to talk to them about their championship run. Uh, but that's it, Brett. Episode number 14 in the bag. We're what still going, huh? Yeah, they haven't kicked us off yet. So uh, I want to thank again Brett Christofferson and Jim Rosendick for helping me out here. Again, 14th episode of the R&B oh, Show. Get we'll see you back loose. here next week, Wednesday, for oh. another for episode number 15 of the R&B Show. Brett, show that arm. Show that gun off a little bit. Here we go. Got oh. it. Now it's turned to basketball. See, we can shut the thing. There you go. Oh, well, yeah. Forget it. You're not getting a second chance there. I just hit it. Okay, all right. Better than you could do.